The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to those expressing them and do not necessarily reflect the OSA Foundation Incorporated or any other group or individual. This podcast may contain dialogue or subject material that could be considered for mature audiences only. All aspects of how you play the game and the OSIP Foundation Incorporated are protected by copyright and other state and federal intellectual property laws. Unauthorized use without the express written consent of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated is strictly prohibited. If you're interested in sponsoring how you play the game, please email us at podcast at osipfoundation.org. Your sponsorship may be tax deductible. It's that time again. No, it's not time to find a payphone and call Mother Nature and ask her why the weather here in New Jersey has gone from 80 degrees to 30 degrees very quickly. It's time for How You Play the Game, the official podcast of the OSA Foundation Incorporated. Yours truly, Jack Furlong, with you as we talk to you about what's going on as far as the world of sportsmanship is concerned. This is the first episode of the month of May. The year is 2022. So glad you can be with us. As always, check us out online at osafoundation.org. You can email the show at podcast at osafoundation.org. We're on social media at facebook.com slash osafoundation, Twitter and Instagram at osafoundation, hashtag how you play the game. Remember that select episodes of the show are available on YouTube. Um, Our apparel store is on Bonfire and our book on sportsmanship, a critical reader and handbook is available now on Amazon in hardcover, paperback and Kindle. Across the way from me as always is the producer engineer of the show, Mr. Sean Ryan. Sean, hello, how are you? Great. Just getting rid of snakes. Oh, that, that's that's a personal problem. And, um, <laughs> you know, and and uh, we'll um, we'll deal with that later. That's a that's a yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to need more coffee. So anyway, uh, we have a we have a fantastic show uh, for everybody today. Uh, joining us is uh, a young lady who has uh, made the rounds in the news, both locally in her area and nationally and even I think even internationally based upon some of the messages that she has received. Uh, she is an umpire from uh, the Midwest, and uh, it's Christy Moore who's with us. Christy, thank you so much for being here. How are you today? Thank you for having me. I'm doing okay. Great, great. Um, you know, your story is an interesting one. It has it has made the rounds, as I said. Um, I think the best way to, to uh, summarize it is to say, unfortunately, that you were the victim of a... Um, a physical assault due to umpiring, uh, and and I and and it's a it's a real shame and 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 whatnot. And if it's okay with you, I'd like you to just kind of take us through, uh, in your words, what happened because there's no better way to have it uh, discussed than to have just you tell the story. Okay, sure. Um, I am not normally on the field during tournaments for USFA. I'm the UIC, which is the umpire in charge. But I had an umpire get sick. And he had to leave and go home. So I jumped on the field. This was a 12-view uh, softball game. Uh, from the get-go, this um, particular team was kind of rowdy and um, yelling and what have you. And the lady that punched me was actually the second um, one that I had tossed from this team. Um, there was a play at second. Uh, runner slid into second base. Tag was high. Called her safe. Um this parent just lost it at that point, started screaming profanities across the field. She was going to F me up, calling me the B word. Um, I sucked. It was terrible, all this kind of thing. And then um, I told her she was going to have to leave, that we did not um, have that behavior in front of the children. 
and she told me she was not going to leave. So I told the coach at that point that if she did not leave, the game would be a forfeit. Um, at that point, he just kind of looked down there. He never got off his bucket or anything. He just looked down there and kind of waved his hand and told somebody to tell her to leave. At that point, she got up to leave. She turned around and she yells at me, when you come off the field, I'm going to slap the F out of you, uh, B word. So she turned around and I walked off. I thought she left. She obviously didn't hide. Um, and in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, she's mad. You know, I mean, she's upset, but she'll calm down. This isn't the first time, you know, somebody's cussed at me or whatever. So, you know, she'll calm down. She'll leave. It'll be fine. So we continued the game. We played about two more um, innings of this game. And when I was exiting the field, I saw one of the parks and recreation um, man like headed my way very quickly and so that was my first thing I was like oh something's not what's going on you know and then bam I mean she was just right there and she was like what do you have to say to me now be word don't play with me and she punched me that's uh that's pretty heavy you know to to say the least um I, I from reading the stories and whatnot this woman was then arrested uh, charged, I believe, with a uh, simple assault. Um, you know, I know that there is, uh, you know, a, a follow-up, a legal component to all of this. Um, where, you know, if, if you can comment, where do we stand now with the case? Because I know that there are, you know, there, there have been calls to, this kind of really rallies the troops, so to speak, to say that assault on officials needs to be, uh, you know, a bigger pun uh, punishment, penalty, crime, et cetera. Um, have we, have we made progress in that? Is there, you know, or is there anything else that you can report regarding, uh, you know, the, the follow-up to this unfortunate incident? Um, that night she was arrested. She bonded out immediately. Um, pretty much $422. Um, from now she'll appear, um, May the 18th, um, in court and enter her plea of guilty or not guilty. Um, at that time. And then I guess we'll just kind of go from there. If she pleads guilty, the judge will sentence her her punishment um, that day. But it still stands as simple assault. Um, that's it. So. Okay. How, how are you doing in, in the wake of all this? I, I imagine that, you know, this, this is to say that this is a, a form of trauma would be the understatement of the century. Um, you know, I certainly empathize as a fellow uh, official and whatnot. Um, you know, how, how have you been holding up in, in, in the wake of all of this? Um, it's been hard. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it, it's been hard. I wasn't prepared at all for my post to go viral and for what all that has taken place since then to happen. And, um, the hardest part though, you know, was my kids. Um, when I got home that night, of course, my eye was already starting to bruise and it was swollen up and, you know, just them looking at me, you know, mom, we don't want you to do this anymore. We don't want you out there getting hurt. Um, that was pretty rough. And, um, to date, I've not been back out on the field. Um, since then, I actually had games scheduled um, the last two weeks on Monday and Thursday nights, and I've rescheduled someone else to to call those. 
Interesting. I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. And but and yet I I certainly understand, you know, it's a um, it, 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 it's something that I, I don't even know if words can do it justice. Um, I, I understand how how sensitive it is. And I and I can only imagine, uh, you know, your your experience. Uh, can you tell me about, um, you know, the 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 the, the setting of how sports has been, especially softball, baseball, et cetera, uh, in your area. Obviously you are, I believe in Mississippi. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So you're in Mississippi. We obviously are in New Jersey and, um, you know, the, the, the States I'm sure have some similarities in youth sports and some differences in youth sports as well. Um, what has, uh, what have you experienced? What have you seen, et cetera, in the state of youth sports over in Mississippi um, in terms of that, you know, how, how, you know, does this fit into this type of an incident fit into something that was, you know, I, I hate to say common uh, was coming, you know, or is this very unique in that, you know, this doesn't happen as often as it should. I mean, how, how would you describe that, you know, with the, within the context of understanding that you did experience it? You know, I, I've been doing this for 10 years. And, you know, when I started, of course, you're going to get the general heckling that we all expect. You know, come on, Blue, you missed that call. Where's your phone? Where's your glasses? You know, that right. kind of thing has always been and that will always be. You know, that's just part of it. And then we kind of went from that to or along with that, you know, invitations to the parking lot to get your tail beat after a game, or I'm going to be waiting for you in the parking lot, or where do you live? I'm going to hunt you down. And then you kind of just blow that off because it doesn't really happen, or if it does, it's a rare occurrence. But right. that's becoming, you know, we've gone from that to we're being attacked um, on the field, in my case, three steps off the field, you know, like the gentleman in Texas, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, he got followed to the parking lot and beat with a baseball bat so bad he died three days later in the hospital, you know. So at some point, it is we're progressively getting worse. And, and I feel like, um, personally, there's no consequences. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no strict consequences for this behavior. You know, it is it, it doesn't matter you know, if we miss a call as an official or not, I did not miss that call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I've never missed a call, but I didn't miss that one, you know, but even if I had, let's just say I did miss that call. It doesn't give her a right to physically assault me coming off. No, of course. Field. I mean, yeah. come on, this is yeah. a 12 U softball game. There's no scouts <laughs> here. Your kid's future is not. <laughs> determined by this game there's there's right. just no call for it and something has to be done not just in the state of mississippi but across the nation in the states where it's not a felony to put your hands on an official um you know she's basically getting a slap on the wrist she's laughing about it on social media she made a post oh it's just a little misdemeanor i'm gonna be you know whatever so, something's got to change um so this behavior will not continue yeah yeah, I it's funny that you, um, you know, you, I appreciate the humility of saying, you know, yeah, we're not perfect. We're going to miss calls. I always think of Sean, you love this quote that from uh, from Joe West, who says, uh, I may not have gotten them all right, but I've never missed one, you know, <laughs> and 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 I and believe me, as someone who's been there, done that, got the T-shirt, I feel very much the same way. You know, I 
I think about, uh, you know, calls where it's like, oh, I know when I miss them. I'm the, you know, and, and that's the thing too. I'm sure Christy, you, you would agree with this as someone who has officiated. I know in my personal experience, uh, if I miss a call, I'm the first one who knows I, I just kicked that call. I am well aware. I don't need a coach, a player, a fan, anybody. I do not need our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to come down and remind me that I that I kicked that call. I am well aware I kicked it, you know? Yeah. And 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 unless you're an official of any sport, you, you're not going to get what I'm about to say. But we're our worst critic ourselves. Yeah. We completely, I, I know, um, we beat ourselves up about it, you know? I mean, there's been many times after a game or a big tournament or something, I'll go home and I'll just replay it in my mind over and over again. Like, I totally missed that one, you know? That coach was so bright to come out there and ask me to check with my partner or whatever, you know? And we we do, like, beat ourselves up about it so bad, but unless you're an official, you know, people think that you just don't care. You're out there, you know, you get accused of cheating. You want this team to win, cheating against that team, you know. We don't care who wins, you know. I mean, we don't care who wins. We're out there to call a game, you yeah. know, to let your kids play whatever sport it is that we're in. Let them play the game. Let them have fun. They're, it's killing this across the board, not only for officials, because unless something changes, we're headed at a fast rate. There's not going to be officials to call these games anymore. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I I got a text message from our assigner this morning that said, you know, we got a we got a day coming up in two weeks where we don't have enough officials to, to cover games so we got to figure out what to do and i'm you know i i you know i'm sure you as you just said you see it i see it it is um it it, it, it it's it i don't know what how else to describe it other than to say it is a crime and i use that word understanding the context that what just happened to you is what a real crime is um you know but but it's it's a problem that is sweeping our society, you know, um, have you in, in, in your experience, have you ever had to terminate a game or, or anything of that nature prior to what you just recently experienced? No, no. And I, I, you know, I've cleaned out a whole stand section. I've made every one of them get up and leave to continue the game, mm-hmm. but I've never just stopped a game and, and completely called it right then because of this kind of behavior. No. Yeah. I, 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 I know I have, and um, it's, you know, I, 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 you know, it's just from personal experience and I don't mean to, you know, turn this on to, you know, on, you know, about me in any way, shape or form, but, you know, as someone, spe- you know, I've done this for 15 years myself and, and I know that, it's in the it's in the arsenal, you know. I there's nothing I detest more than having to say, um, you know, either you leave or the game is terminated, or this game will not continue until the police arrive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, it's a haunting feeling, as I'm as I'm sure you you would understand, and it's um, it's you know, you talk about you talk about us being our own worst critic. I feel like I replay some of that stuff in my head just as much as I do, whether or not I kick a call or anything like that. It's, it's, it's almost like a form of uh, PTSD in a, in a way, would you agree with, with experiences like that? And certainly with what you've just experienced. Oh yeah. Most yeah. Definitely. 
you know, and, and going back to what you just said, you know, not making it about you. This isn't about me. Right. I, I, I happen to be the one that got sucker punched for whatever reason. It, it was me. And, and I happen to be the one that went viral. Right. But this is about us as a whole. This is officials as a whole. I just happen to be the face of it right now. I'm not the only one that's gotten assaulted. I have gotten, oh my gosh, so many messages from across the world about people that have been assaulted and, um, you know, just didn't come forward with it and didn't press charges, didn't stick through with it. And, you know, when I first made my post on Facebook, I just had it set to my, my friends, yeah. you know, my personal page. And, and one of my friends, you know, was like, Hey, make this shareable. And, and I did. And it just went off from there. But my hope is at this point is that things will change, yeah. that this will somehow, some way begin a change across the nation and even the world that, Hey, this is not okay in any way, shape or form. This is not okay. Yeah. Well, that's how uh, that's how the OSIP Foundation started. Jack, yeah. did you want to? Yeah, I mean, briefly talk about that. I mean, it's 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 I, I you know, I, I, what I, I'll, I'll put it this way, you know, as someone who has been who was officiating for X number of years when this happened, I'm sure we all know the situation with uh, Brian Stowe out in uh, the San Francisco, Los Angeles area, who was the EMT who wore his Giants jersey to uh, opening day at Dodger Stadium back in, I think it was 2012. I could be wrong about the year by a year or two, but, um, you know, just because he was wearing the wrong jersey, he suffered, he was beaten in a parking lot and suffered permanent brain damage, um, you know, and, and I remember being in the car as I was hearing that and thinking, I got to do something about this. Like I've, I've experienced it from all sides as someone who, who plays baseball, who has coached baseball, watches baseball religiously, umpires baseball, writes about baseball, et cetera. I said, this, this, this is too far. And it, it's, I, I don't even know if I can find the words to properly describe the emotion that it's a shame that incidents like this have to occur for people to wake up to the reality of what we face uh, on on a regular basis, um, you know, there we always say in OSIP, our goal is to not exist. You know, our goal is to say we don't want to have to stand for anything. It shouldn't be rocket science to to say we cannot be acting in this way. Um, and I think what irks me even more is that you, you just described Christy about how the, 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 the woman who assaulted you is playing this off uh, as, as in essence, a joke. And, and that to me is as big of a crime and a problem than the actual uh, along with the physical altercation, because it shows just how lost she, if it shows just how lost she is, I'm sure it represents a lot of people who don't understand. We, we, we can't be that lost. It's we, we can't be assaulting people 
over things that I, I hate to break it to the general public are inconsequential. You know, Christy, you said it yourself. Nobody's future is going to be dependent upon that 12U softball game. <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I now I could be I, I could be completely wrong. And most, if not all of the women in my life, tell me regularly that I am. But I don't think that college scholarships are going to be handed out at a 12U game. If they are, I am in the wrong business. Right. Um, you know, and I will I will start a career change as soon as we're done with this podcast. But <laughs> but this is I mean, this is this is insane. Um, you know, let me let me let me I mean, there, can ahead. I interrupt for a second. Please I do. Mean, there, ha there has to be something. I mean, this is it. I mean, this at this point, it's pathological. Yes. I mean, like with 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 everything going on with this and like this woman that assaulted you, if there's no if there's no remorse or no feeling of maybe I did the wrong thing, there's something psychological like that. There's like mm -hmm. something is not there's something not firing on all cylinders right. with this person. Yeah, and I, I got I, asked one day this week if she had reached out to me or tried to reach out to me to offer an apology or, you know, anything of the sort. No. 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 And, and you know, what's what's really sad about that, you know, like let me, I'm going to play devil's advocate just for a brief moment. There is a there is a legal component to this, and it's certainly possible that maybe she did not do that due to advice from legal counsel. That being said, that being said. The fact that she then went off on, you know, Facebook, social media and posted about it the way that she did tells me odds are that's not the case. You know, I, 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 right. I you know, I don't pretend to be a lawyer. Uh, I, I just like being a doctor. I only play them on TV. Okay. Uh, but uh, but I just I something tells me that's not the case. Um, and you would think that a simple apology would be the, you know, the right thing to do. And, and yet that even that can't be done. Um, and that's part of sportsmanship, right? Yeah. Is the, is, you know, if you know, you screwed up and you apologize for it and the act of forgiveness from the person who was the victim, it works both ways. And the idea is, you know, and that, and that sportsmanship doesn't only apply. We say this so many times, sportsmanship doesn't only apply to sports it applies to how we function as a society yeah you know in, in every aspect in 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 our uh in in our education system in business in politics in every aspect of our lives sportsmanship applies yes and the act of apologizing is is part of that sportsmanship and she's failing to She's failing to adhere to that. And that's why I'm, th I'm thinking there's, there has to be something wrong. Well, psychologically, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I used, I used to say this to my, my college students all the time. And I still preach it. What are the three hardest things to say in the English language? I'm sorry. I need help. Worcester sauce. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I still, you know, that last one, actually, someone asked me to spell that last week. And I just kind of looked at him like, you know what? I just give up. 
I'm, you know, I'm not even. Wait. No, don't even try, Sean, because you're going to shoot blood out your ears. Okay. That's why I just eat A1. There you go. Just eat A1. You know, that's easy to spell. Oh, my God. That's so so simple. (laughs) You heard it. You heard it here first, folks. Christy Moore has stock in A1. So please, please invest. And uh, we are not tax professionals. Um, but yes, you heard it here first. We were breaking news here on the podcast. Um, you, you Look, know- I just want to say back to kind of what we were just discussing yeah. about not being able to offer an apology and, and this behavior. What are we teaching our children? Yes. Yep. What is this behavior teaching our children? What kind of message are we sending to these kids? I mean, come on now. It it doesn't take a rocket scientist to look around in society today and see that we have a overall lack of authority, respect for authority in in our society today. And I really feel like that this trickles down from that right on to the, the baseball field, the softball field, the soccer field, the basketball court, whatever it, it may be, because an official is the authoritative figure for that game. We control the game. We run the game. We make the calls. We have the power to eject uh, coaches and fans and and what have you. And there is just no respect for that anymore. The human aspect of an official has been taken away. We're not looked at, you know, you think what this lady that did this to me or any parent or coach that yells at an umpire or an official or cusses at them or whatever, because in their mind, they made a mistake. The official may or may not have made a mistake, but in this person's mind, they're justified by screaming profanities at them or yelling at them or whatever. But what would that person do if someone came into their Monday through Friday job when they made a mistake or an error and yelled at them, cussed at them, punched them in the eye, whatever, have you, oh my gosh, like, oh, they would just be horrified by, by that. But right. it is okay for them to behave that way right. on the weekends at a ball game. Yeah. It just, it right. makes no sense. And no, it, it just got to stop. You're, you're 110% right. I, I, you know, I say this sometimes in jest and yet I have, there's a truth behind it every time I say it. And I say this at charity trivia nights that I host too for OSIP. Someone might boo me at a question because they think either it's too hard or they think it's a joke or anything. And I literally say to them, and I hope to get them to smile, but at the same time, there'd be an element of truth to it. I don't go to where you work and and yell at you for how you do your job. If If we did that more frequently, there would be, there would be some changes made. And it's like that Seinfeld episode where Jerry goes to uh, the uh, that woman's office that and heckles her. Yeah, the one yeah. that heckled. He- yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. How would you like it if I was heckling you while you're right. at work? You know, mm-hmm. um, it's. Let me. Let, let me. We hear. reference Seinfeld like every episode. We, well, if so we know. listen, if we're referencing <laughs> Worcester sauce and A one, okay, <laughs> the chances of us referencing so many other things quite high quite yeah. high um but you know what's funny is i also think about 
how, how would this woman in question who who assaulted you, Christy, act or how will she act when she gets in front of a judge? Because a judge like a police officer, you know, they are figures of authority and they have the same similar right. abilities as a sports official do, might have when they step onto a field. You know, I say this I say this when I when I officiate. Uh, scholastic baseball, I say, it, you know, high school baseball, middle school baseball is an extension of the classroom. If you wouldn't act a certain way in front of a teacher who is the figure of authority, you're sure as hell not going to act that way in front of me, who is the official, because I have just as much authority as they have. And 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 that is the issue. Um, you know, uh, it, it will be interesting to me to see as you know, just see what, what what was just described when you know when a court of law comes into question, how this woman will react. You know, yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious about that um, myself because yeah. there, there's been no remorse um, at all up until this point. You know, there's been nothing except just making a joke about it. You know, right. um, on Facebook. So. And and I'm sure there were kids around when it happened right yeah, there I mean, kids everywhere. like yeah. like i mean it, <laughs> so like you know go, this goes back to what are we teaching them yeah and i i i don't know it just it it's it's a sad sad state of affairs i would well, you're teaching them that this is okay it's right. okay yeah. to yell at an authority figure it's okay to cuss at them and even now we're to the point where hey it's okay to put your hands on somebody else because you don't agree with something that they right. did or said and that is not okay we, that's not okay at all we forget in our society especially due to the state of politics now with many of the social issues that we debate and i'm not trying to take a political stand on any of these because that's a different topic for a different time but we forget that our youth have they have a component of their learning that is due to imitation okay when we when we when 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 people are growing up when kids are growing up they learn their behavior from watching other people behave whether that be other peers or adults okay so when we when we present them with a certain amount of behavior and they perceive that as this is how I fit in with the crowd. This is how I grow up. This is how I mature. They're going to act that way in order to try and fit in. I think of the movie 42 um, where there's a scene in it where there's a father and son at a ball game and, and the father and son are having a bonding moment. Um, as, as you know, you, you know, it's, a, it's such a wonderful thing when we see a parent and a child, you know, bond over a sport and, you know, and that's, and that's, a, that's a really, really nice moment for, for the family and for the relationship. And then Jackie Robinson walks out and the father starts to heckle him as per, you know, Robinson's experience. And now the kid starts to heckle him as well because he thinks that's what he's supposed to do. And they're dropping N-bombs and this, that, the other because that's the learned behavior, you know? Um, I think that's, that's just, a, it's, a, it's a sermon on hate waiting to happen. We hate things, we dislike them because of our perceptions like that. It doesn't even have to do with our experiences or our traumas. It has to do with what we've perceived and what gets imprinted on our psyche. 
you know it's 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 yeah. it's scary um let me let me pose this one to you christy because this is a debate that i think we've had in, in the organization you know one of the arguments that was made about sportsmanship was that it really has to deal with the second response that, you know, in, in, in understanding where we can make a difference. And what I mean by that is if you go to a movie, let's just say you go to a horror movie, which I, I, I'm not allowed to do anymore because they scare me, um, you know, but you go to a, you go to a horror movie and something happens on screen that's scary and you get startled and you, you jump and you scream and whatnot, whatever the case may be. Um, that is an initial response that is almost pre-programmed. It, you know, you have you don't have the control over that that you might over the next response that you have. And to me, we when 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 we see a call on a field, our initial response might be, oh, it might be a groan, it might be this, that, and whatever the case may be. You know, where you know we think to ourselves, oh, that was a good pitch, or whatever the case may be. It is this next step after that where we consciously decide to say, act, do, however, towards an official, towards whomever, as a result of that. Would you would you agree, disagree? How would you what would you say about something like that in order to try and give a little bit of credence to the human experience? Yeah, I would totally agree with that. And, and I think, you know, and it's okay to disagree with a call. Yeah. I mean, heck, I disagree with some of my partner's calls out there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't agree with every judgment call that they make. I don't make a scene about it, but in my mind, I may be like, ooh, you know, I don't know yeah. about that one. Ooh, that was close. You know, and just go on. But it, the whole, oh, my, you know, okay, we get it. You know, it's, it's what you choose to do after that, like you just said, yeah. that as, as we escalated into the problem that we have today. And there's no accountability. You know, there's just, there's no consequences for us. So, you know, it, it's okay in their mind to just continue on in bad behavior because at the end of the day, who's going to say something? Okay, yeah. they may get tossed, you know, but this lady, she didn't shoot, she didn't even leave. She went around to the other side of the concession stand and stood by some trees and waited, okay, two innings. It's plenty yeah. of time. Okay. Yeah. This lady For, had plenty right. of time. I was gonna say plenty of time to about. think. Yeah. Yes. So this is what angers me about my situation because uh, a simple assault. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. This was premeditated. Yes. First of all, she threatened me before she even walked away. Okay. Second of all, she knew what she was going to do. She went and hid until and waited until the ball game was over and then came and physically assaulted me. That's not simple assault. Yeah. She had plenty of time to process her feelings and, and what consequences may come from what she was planning to do. And everybody within earshot of her during this time, while I was still on the field, heard her screaming loudly that she was going to F me up right. when I came off the field. That's not something where she didn't have time. We didn't get into a little, you know, tit for tat coming off the field. Oh, Blue, you sucked that one up. You don't, you cheated the kids or whatever. But no, I didn't get away from me. And then she boxed yeah. me. That's not what happened. She had plenty of time to think about what she was going to do and then act on it. And she chose to act on it anyway. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I we don't need to summon the spirit of Johnny Cochran to to figure out what's what's really going on here. I mean, in, insert insert your favorite OJ comment here. Really, I mean that's that's it's not it's not rocket science. Um, you know it, what's funny? I I was reading some articles that I have up here, and and you you. You, you spoke about this, Christy, as I'm looking at some of these articles that, you know, we were before we even saw the, um, the you know, you, the incident that 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 happened with you and whatnot. We were, I was looking at these to talk about on the show. And, you know, there the, the three articles I have up once the headlines once are one is uh, it's time for legislation to protect sports officials. I was like, OK, I'm with you there. Uh, this editorial says time for fans to stop heckling officials. OK. And then finally, I got to. One from and we have talked about this site before on the show, Sean, uh, the, the site is Bro Bible and and the and the the um, the headline says one of the changes Jay Billis wants to see in college basketball is coaches leaving refs alone claims it affects public perception. And if you go through and read this, this op ed by Mark Harris on Bro Bible, you know, it, it, it gets to a point where, you know, he, he basically says. You know what? The, the officiating is incredibly inconsistent. Um, refs are constantly inserting themselves into the action far too often. Um, you know, if you don't like it, this hand out the technical fouls and, and ejections because you're the ones, where, you know, it, there's such a passing the buck type of mentality, uh, a, a finger pointing mentality that we 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 seem to uh, congratulate such behavior like it's badges of honor um i always think about this you know in 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 baseball an ejection is almost a badge of honor to some people uh especially coaches managers etc like like to earn your first ejection whatever the case may be and it gets celebrated in a certain way and it bugs the hell out of me because you're you're not standing up for your players you're not doing you know you think you are you you're setting an example for the, the the fans the young fans everyone to think this is an okay behavior and it's not we 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 have to stop celebrating this we have to stop criticizing people we have to be able to take a step back and say what you know what what is what are we thinking what is going on here you know i i don't i don't think that we need to well, be celebrating this stuff like that. It's this macho mentality. Yeah. You know, it's, it's this, it's this, you got to have thick skin yeah. mentality. You got to, you know, celebrate the fact that you're being beaten up and there's nothing to celebrate about that. Yeah. That's barbaric behavior. It's unbecoming and completely uncivilized. <laughs> like it, yeah. there's, I mean, I don't, it, it just, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't make a lick of sense that you know we have evolved to this where well devolved really to this point where we're where we're celebrating acts of violence it just you know, at any level in any yeah. situation it doesn't make sense no and you know i've even um had some comments to me you know i deserved it i missed the call this person wasn't even there oh you deserved it you should have got both eyes blacked Bet you want smart off again. And, and all I said to this lady was, ma'am, you know, you're going to have to leave and then get, you need to get away from me. That's it. That's, that's horrible that there are people. I mean, this whole thing is horrible. 
Um, that's that's exceptionally even worse that we talk about the second response idea here that the that that people who have the time to think about this actually think that the proper response is, well, you deserved it. You missed the call. You should have had both eyes black. And that's that to me is as bad, if not worse, depending upon the context, because that that's just horrible. It, it is. And, yeah. you know, I, I when, when she got so just started screaming. OK, I went to my partner myself, Tom, yep. went to my partner, and I was like, OK, look. Did I blink too long? And yeah. did I totally miss a tag down low here? I mean, what did 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 I miss something? Because if I did, I need to make it right. Right. What what do you have? And he was like, oh no, she was like way under tag. Tag was on the shoulder. She's basically sitting on the bag. You're right. I have the same call. Okay. I did that. No coach came to me. A coach, the coach never got up and said a word. Right. He didn't come to me and ask me what I check with my partner. I did it myself because I was like, oh my goodness, if she's just this upset right. over this safe out call at second, then, you know, maybe I, I did somehow miss something. You, know? you did it as a courtesy. I did. You know, and, and I still got bopped in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I mean, what it's not it's not like officials, you know, rub their hands together, but when they get yeah. up, they're like, boy, I got to figure out a way to screw this team. Yeah. Like, I, like, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to my partner before we start this one, and we're going to flip a coin on which one we're going to cheat. Today. Right, exactly. Yeah. One, right. You know, we're not Bond villains over here, okay? <laughs> I don't sit in my evil lair with, with my cat stroking it, going, ah, you know, you know, I'm Dr. Evil, okay? <laughs> But you know, there are people that really believe that. Yes. They really think when calls just are don't go their way that you're cheating their kids, at, you know, out of this game. Well, and I, I mean, even told the coach one time, look, coach, you should never have the game at a point where you leave, whether you whether you win or lose in an umpire's hands. Yeah. Get the ball better. There's some better base running, yeah. you know, whatever it is you need to work on, work on your defense. You know, right. an umpire doesn't win a game for you. How many times has an official heard, oh, thanks, Blue, you know, or whatever. Y'all yeah. won that game for us. Woo, we appreciate yeah, exactly. it. <laughs> yeah, we've never heard that, right? But how many times do we hear, oh, you blew that one for us. Thanks, Blue. You cost us that game. Thanks, yep. Blue. We lost yep. that because of you. Thanks. You yeah. know, but you don't ever get congratulated from the winners. Thanks, Blue, for you know yeah. helping us win that game. Yeah, if it you wasn't for you, both yeah. Ways. yeah. You know, it's not both ways. It's one or the other. We don't win them, right? And we don't lose them either. We call a ball game. We apply the rules. We apply our judgment. And at the end of the day, that's just it. That's what we do. I have I have had this discussion with fellow officials before, and I say, you know, I have yet to see a situation where I. You know, I, I and, and as even though I am my own worst critic, I don't think that a game was decided by one call that I made because, uh, you know, with the exception of the fallacy of the predetermined outcome, uh, you know, <laughs> Thank I, you, Michael K. That's why yeah, I keep <laughs> referencing him um, with, with the exception of that. If you if we want to play the finger pointing game where you say, you know, Blue, you you cost us the game today. Oh, yeah. Well. Maybe you should have swung at that a better pitch. Maybe, you know, maybe you should not have made that error. Maybe you should not have done this, you know, and I said, 
if, if I call a guy out because of this, that there's there are um, an infinite number of possibilities prior to that out that could have gone a different way that could have caused you to actually win the game right. rather than lose the game. I Can am you just not imagine what would happen if we started telling coaches that. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I've been up there before and been like, why in the world does he have this kid hitting yeah. third? Oh, yeah. Why does he have this kid uh, hitting cleanup yep. or whatever? This kid doesn't need to be in this spot. Right. This kid can bump like it's nobody's business. You know, she doesn't need to be in this. What if I went to him and was like, look, coach. You suck. Okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you didn't read your lineup before yeah. we started this game. I just want to get home. In this position and start telling him how to coach the game. Right. Can you imagine what would happen at that point. Was there, was okay. there nobody better for this job than you, buddy? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there you, is you, such a thing as a, very poorly played game. I swear to God, both coach, sides. it's clear to me that you just want the stipend for this position. You, <laughs> if you could, if you could make the same amount of money just working as a gym teacher from nine to five, you would. But no, you got to stay after school and coach this freshman baseball game so that you can yell at me. That's clearly what's going on here. You know, well, you know I, I make the parallel. Uh, you know, Jack, Jack and I are both musicians uh, by trade. And um, which is know. why we're both unemployed. Right. Yeah. So, well, well, no, I mean, I have a job, but. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so I'm but, panhandling over here. Okay. But we've both written music and I've written music to uh, some independent films and some video games. And, um, you know, nobody notices. I mean, unless it's stellar music. But if it's like background noise, right, or background music or sound effects, no one is going to notice it unless it's bad, Yeah. like unless it sticks out. And I kind of equate that to the job an official, right? Like nobody really pays attention to them unless they blow a call. No one ever says at the end of a game, even if the, uh, like, wow, you did a great job. Like it, it they don't like just kind of piggybacking on what yeah. you were saying before Christy, like no one ever s goes up to an official and says, wow, you called a great game today. Nice job. Like yeah. it's always the opposite, yeah. you know? So yeah. I, I, it's just, I find it interesting. It can apply to like a lot of different um, fields, but mm -hmm. it's just one of those jobs. It's uh, you know, a little simple. Thank you. You know, and I'm not even saying after every game, you know, but every now and then, just a little, you know, hey, Blue, we see you. Yeah. We see you out here. You know, uh, in my tournaments, you, you you may be out there six games, seven games, ten which, games, Which, I, yeah, that's, but I don't know. Yeah. We see you. We appreciate you giving up, hey, you know, part of your weekend to be out here so my kid can play the game that they love. You know, I know I didn't agree with all your calls because nobody's going to agree with all our calls. We all know that. But look, you know, we, I just want you to know we appreciate you. We appreciate you being out there and, and thank you for waiting. That would go such a long freaking way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it the, really, really would. Because there wouldn't be a game without the, officials. Uh, the hot <laughs> take, the hot take there is this, you know, before a game, we, you know, a lot of, especially at the professional level, doesn't always happen at amateur youth levels, et cetera. We play the national anthem and we, we basically are saying thank you to 
those who came before us and 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 sacrificed what they did so that we have the ability to play this game and 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 you know I, i'm not going to go on the diatribe of, of politics and war and all that stuff but the same principle applies to the officials in that if it was you know as we say if it wasn't for those who who made who sacrificed for us to have our freedom in this country to play this game we wouldn't be playing it if it wasn't for those who were sacrificing by, you know, strapping on the plate gear and getting behind the plate to call balls and strikes, we wouldn't have an official to officiate this game, which is basically what this game requires in order to happen. You know, anybody, anybody can draw a field, anybody can bring, you know, four bases and a, and a pitching rubber and whatnot, you know, but not everybody can, can get behind a catcher and call balls and strikes and, and whatnot. And it makes me think maybe that's the next step you know, to, to, to start to think about, you know, if we're going to honor those who truly made sacrifices to do this, maybe it's not so far and maybe it's not hyperbole or so obtuse to say, Hey, thank you to the officials who, who gave of themselves to be here. And granted, yes, we're getting, we're getting a game fee. Okay. Uh, I understand that I'm getting paid to do this. Yeah. Uh, but we ain't getting rich off of it. No, this, no. Ain't about, this isn't about love of money. Yeah, you know, you're not you're not out there because you love money and you put money in your pocket. That's not that's not why we're out there. Right. There are a lot of better ways to, to earn a living yes. than than to do that. Um, Christy, before we go, you know, I, I, I just want to give you the floor for anything that you would like to to to, to get on record to say, um, you know, ab about your situation and whatnot, because this is such, you know, such an important issue. It's 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 almost it's almost like a funeral in that it's a shame that we had to meet under these circumstances. And yet this is such a beautiful conversation and an important conversation. I want to give you the floor to to express whatever you need to in order to get your message across uh, to, to those who will listen. Yeah, I just want to say, I think that um, we've just kind of lost the, the facts that officials are human beings while we're out there. And you may think it's funny and it's cool and what have you to yell and cuss and heckle an official and, you know, think it's all, all good. But what you don't realize is that we're human just like you are. And we go home and you can't just turn that off. There's no switch where you can just turn it off and, and erase it, you know, out of your mind. So going forward, I, I would like to use what happened to me just, you know, in officials for every sport to just raise awareness, of, be conscious about what you're saying and to an official and how you're behaving at your child's sport. Because let me tell you something, nine times out of 10, you're embarrassing the heck out of your kid. You're they absolutely are right. Not on board and they are not okay with your behavior. You do not want your kid to be the one in the dugout. Oh my God. And that's my mom again. Oh my God. I wish my dad would just shut up. It's so embarrassing. You know, that's what we have coaches for. Yeah. If, if there is a call that isn't questioned enough, then trust me, your coach will come out there. Your kid's coach will come out there and, and address the umpire and, and ask him, you know, Hey, will you check with your partner? Hey, can you explain this to me? Whatever. But you know, going forward with this, um, you know, there was legislation 
on the floor last year um, in Mississippi to make this a felony to um, assault an official and it got nowhere. It died rather quickly. And so um, I'm going to be using this um, to have, put it back out there, get it back out there for a vote and see if we can't get it pushed. So there will be stricter consequences to um, this kind of behavior, because I really feel like that if we can get that, not just in the state of Mississippi, but across the nation and the states that don't already have this, people will think about it, you know, use this two innings. Yeah. <laughs> but you're hiding like a coward. Okay. Waiting yeah. on somebody to come off a of field, use that time. Oh, Hey, you know, like if I do this, I'm going to go to jail. I'm yeah. going to have a hefty fine. This is going to be on my record forever. You know, this is going to follow me the rest of my life. Is this worth it? Yeah. You know, it, is this worth what I'm about to do? So hopefully some good will come of this. You know, I didn't really ask to be the poster face for official abuse, but but here I am and, and I want to use this. So hopefully there will be a lot of positive um, things that will, will come of this. And I will say this, I've gotten several messages on Facebook. Hey, we are so sorry this happened to you. I'm that parent. Yeah. Look, I'm the one, I'm the one, I've been the one that's cussed you, that's yelled at you, that's heckled you, that's whatever. And I just want to say that I'll no longer be doing that. I'm going to make a conscious effort to not do that anymore. And they didn't mean me specifically because this has been across the world. They're right. just meeting at an official, you know, th this has been me and, and I'm going to change my behavior. And if that's what we can get from this, mm -hmm. then that will be awesome. You yeah. know, that will just be a great start in changing this behavior just across every sport. You, you are a hundred percent correct. I I'd like to believe that legislation for this will, will be a, a, will have bipartisan support because of the fact that it follows the golden rule of treat others the way you would wish to be treated uh, and, and, and really cannot be argued uh, one way or the other uh, in, in, in a partisan manner. I, I, you know, I, this, this isn't a, a fiscal issue. This isn't a, a social issue that needs time to, to ruminate. This is, this is so obvious um, and, and Christy, I cannot thank you enough, not only for coming on the show, but for being as open and as vulnerable uh, as, as you have been to to share your story and to, you know, to, to spread the message of where the change needs to occur. This, you know, we we're not, a, you know, this whole thing has not been about necessarily pointing fingers. It's It's been about how do we adapt, evolve and change. And, and I, I thank you for being here to, to, to share the story and to show that that's the important message here. Uh, you are always welcome here. And whenever OSIP can do anything for you, your message, you know, don't, don't have found an ally in us. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Especially since yep. as, as Sean pointed out, I do not have a, a, a well-paying job and have a lot of time to help where I can. Sean will be busy with, uh, you know, making money as a musician. And and I will I will just be sitting here thinking, hey, maybe I shouldn't go to Wendy's twice today and spend the money that I don't have. <laughs> so I will instead spend it on A1 stocks and, yes. and yeah, learning learning to spell Worcester and uh, A1 spelt A O A O N E, right? Got it. I hate you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> We don't even know that's right. I'm Googling it. Okay. <laughs> we, 
We are going to end the show now just so that Christy can Google that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Christy, again, thank you. And and please stay in touch. We, we look. If you're, we look and if you're ever up in the New Jersey area. First of all, run the other way. But then second, run the other look, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, if y'all are ever down in Mississippi, give me a shout. We'll get oh, together. We'll, we'll okay. Thank you so much. Great. I appreciate it. Thank Thanks. you. Sean, thank you very much. Really appreciate it as always. Uh, everybody remember uh, osafoundation.org podcast at osafoundation.org facebook.com slash osafoundation twitter and instagram at osafoundation hashtag how you play the game select episodes available on youtube bonfire has our apparel store and our book on sportsmanship is available now on amazon so we talk to everybody again in just a few short weeks everybody take care and be sure to treat each other with respect how you play the game is a production of the osaf foundation incorporated the producer-engineer of this episode is Sean Ryan. Music by SoundSpring Studio. The executive producer of How You Play the Game is Jack Furlong. For more information, visit osafoundation.org.